0: Hey y'all, Laura and I loved recording this episode about friendship. Whenever we were beginning and we were thinking about what we wanted to really talk about, we knew out of the get-go that friendship was something we really wanted to touch on, and specifically, adult friendship, and what that looks like, and how you sort of translate friendship into adulthood. How that can be tricky, how it can just be so life-giving, and just kinda all that goes along with it. How to even make friends, like guys. Who thought as adults we'd have to wonder how to make friends? But I think it's a lot harder as an adult to make friends. You don't just walk up to someone at a playground and ask if they want to swing. That is creepy. So, we've got to find other ways to do it. All that to say, we loved recording this episode so much. After it was over, we said, shocker, we still had a lot more to say. So... Our next episode is going to be Friendship Part 2, so get excited about that. and know you are, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, Donna. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing good. Trying not to freeze to death, although that feels silly when we have friends like in Minnesota and stuff, but... (laughs) 29 <laughs> is frigid for Austin but it is supposed to be 80 on Saturday.
1: Yeah, that's that's where we're headed to. I think it's supposed to be back in the 70s by the end of the week. So, but a minute, it all turns around. It does. It does. Usually the next day in the south.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe the same day by the afternoon. Oh so, my gosh. Um, yeah so
1: tired of the the plant dance that's what we call it at our house where we take the plants out for a couple of days and then we bring them back in for a couple of days
0: well you should welcome to my world and uh don't have plants <laughs> <laughs> I think I have think plants. Just <laughs> I'm gonna start I'm gonna start putting just like a little towel over them see if anybody notices at the house <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the parenting episode was super fun. Um, yeah. I loved everybody's feedback. I mean, we're all in this together. I mean, it is just a constant hot mess. So really, this this morning, I almost lost my, my business on my kids because all they do is take my chargers. And I, I I had to walk away. And William's like, I can tell you're mad. I was like, oh, super perceptive, <laughs> bud. Oh, oh, can you? Oh. oh, oh. Glad to know, yeah. Uh, but so after that, disap- it's not—it's not just that they take them; they disappear. No, and not only did they disappear this time, it came back to me where it looked like the end had been not off. And <laughs> don't tell me that Daisy may did that because she is precious. I know she didn't. <laughs> so, so I had to go to Office Depot this morning. You know, you you kind of need a charger in your life. Okay. <sighs> I feel like the guys gonna be like, "Oh, you again?" Yeah. <laughs> the chargers
1: are right over there ma'am yeah ma'am there's the chargers
0: yeah oh I mean it's I've I've tried everything I've put my name on it guys it's my house I shouldn't have to put my name but I've done it I've done it I've decorated it with washi tape apparently that makes it more appealing Mm -hmm. so I know Anna loves some washi tape oh she sure does she sure does oh she's like that one's yours because mine is this color I'm like I know but somehow you still have my cord uh Yeah, they're always like, I just took your cord. I'm like, "Uh, I need that. That's like the integral part. Okay, guys. It's painful. But so I know after that, we were like, okay, like any good podcasters with our, um, you know, editorial calendar we have laid out in front of (laughs) right after we record the episode, like, so what you want to talk about next? (laughs) (laughs) So, and like we said, we are not experts at anything in life, like literally nothing. And we uh, don't know a whole lot, but <laughs> we can definitely have some, We, we no longer say tips because that is dumb. Um, we just can have a conversation around and act yeah. like mild experts on a lot of things. Yes. And I think just knowing the people that I know, not like that makes it sound like I know some real important people, but just the conversations, like even being up at like the elementary school and, you know, you're all awkwardly standing there for, you know, some Valentine's party or whatever it is. And you start to have just, you know, easy conversation. Really. It's not easy. It's like small talk. That's Will's like idea of like a nightmare, but you know, it comes up a lot, like how hard it is to make friends as adults. Oh gosh. Yes. And I just, I think that, you know i look at my kids sometimes and i want to tell them if there's friend drama or things i want to be like it's going to get easier and then i'm like <laughs> it's not it's not at all it's just going to get different it's going to get different <laughs> and i we helped out in a in the youth group this has been a few years ago and i had 11th grade girls which i absolutely loved and i remember this one girl told me she has You know, I mean, I know it's going to get easier when I get older. And I looked at her and I should have been like, yeah, but it was church and I did not want to lie. And I just said, I'm going to be completely honest with you because nobody told me this. It doesn't get easier. It gets different. Your problems, some of them get a lot more complex and then some of them maybe get a little easier, but in the friendship Mm -hmm. deal, it's, it takes on because there's so many hurdles with friendships. For sure. Yes.
1: Um, so many different things to navigate as you walk through um, friendships as adulthood, and and trying to figure out how to to make it all work together. You know, I feel like in some ways it was almost easier before marriage. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and before kids, and before all of that, because that is such a huge part of you know friendships working out in adulthood. Is you know are your are your husbands going to be able to be friends or, or, or even like, are you both married? What if yeah. one friend is single and one friend is not? And then, then you throw kids in the mix. And what if the kids don't get along? And, you know, it's really hard to plan family outings when, you know, that doesn't happen. Yeah. Are
0: your kids the same age? Do you have the same belief? Uh, like are you a stay at home mom and they work. So that means you can't really maybe grab lunch or coffee or whatever. Um, yeah there is, there's so much to it that, and it's, you know, I think as we get older, like, you know, it's all the the baggage that we carry into things. And um, we kind of have preconceived ideas about I, people and maybe a little judgmental and um yeah, that, that just throws a wrench into things. For sure. We um yeah. And, I,
1: and I think the media doesn't help with, yeah friendships like the portrayal of women uh, interacting is usually
0: catty and um listen the women on Real Housewives are really close friends. <laughs> Real Housewives <laughs> of any county you want to name. <laughs> I mean I, really I like flip that. tables constantly.
1: I mean I was actually going like I, I'm gonna take it back I'm gonna go like um Still Magnolias oh. like that's like, I want to think about friends like that.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Maybe I need to, <laughs> maybe this, this could be a key difference between us. I went real housewives. <laughs> you went amazing. Like Beaches. That was like one of my favorite movies of all time. So was, oh gosh. No,
1: that is such a great, um, uh, for me. I just always think about that when I think about showing up for people, um, what that looks like. And, um, I think that might be one the biggest struggles for it's
0: a lost it's it's lost you know I think being in the south like yeah we mm-hmm. will drop a card in the mail and we'll you know call and stuff but you and I um for ray listening um all the thousands of you um it's <laughs> very much like so we are both in direct sales like we both have you know full-time jobs and then um side jobs with direct sales and it has such a stigma attached to it. And we have a Uh lot of people reach out to us and ask us to talk about direct sales too. And we will Mm -hmm. do an episode on that. So stay tuned. Um, (laughs) But I will say I did not put as much value as needed to be placed on it, on showing up for someone as I Mm -hmm. have been in direct sales, like Mm -hmm. the good Southern, you know, in me, I would always respond to an invitation Um, and I hate just saying no, that feels so cold, but so I always love when Evite allows you to explain why you're (laughs) saying no, but yes, uh, it makes me so uncomfortable. I'm not just saying no. Yeah, we really want to, but, um, you know, and then I usually follow up with a text, like, I'm so sorry. Um, but I mean, having hostesses even, that's one of their biggest fears for hosting is what if my people don't show up? And a a lot of times I can't alleviate that because I've had that happen to me and it is hurtful. And, um, so it's knowing that and taking that in, that does not mean you've got to come to every, you know, hosted trunk show or, um, you know, sales pitch, but just letting that person know, like, I wish I could be there to support you because I think so often we just don't even respond. And because um, there's just so much information thrown at us, but showing up is huge, whether it's a phone call, stopping by. I mean, we, mm-hmm. people are going through some hard things. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think just showing up, I mean, I, I get it. Like you can't sometimes in some communities, like you can't go to every single um, show that's hosted every makeup party, every jewelry party, every clothing party, every all of that. I get that. Yeah. But I would almost rather have people come and not purchase. Yes. Just to say, Hey, thanks for the invite. I'm just going to come hang out for a minute. Yeah. Just because they're uh, to me, that has been one of the hardest parts of this business is sitting with the hostess mm. and no one, when no one shows up um, and trying to for- convince
0: them that their people care about them and love them. And they do, but, you know, one person can sit there and think, like, it doesn't matter if I don't go. And that, like, but that's where you have to give yourself, like, you matter, too. Like, you matter to yes. the hostess. And, I mean, this isn't a direct sales pitch. This isn't, like, go to johndaholt.newdaycollection.com. <laughs> go to Laura Watson. But this is more of just, this is what we've experienced it on the front lines. Like, we are in yeah. the or something. And seeing it in a very tangible way and seeing, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I want to hug you. I, know. I get, want, and it is mm-hmm. not about the orders. Like that has never, it's not about that. It's more, more of you went to Costco and you bought a cheese plate and nobody <laughs> came. And now I've got to <laughs> eat all this cheese and that's going to cause some problems. Okay. I know. I know. Yes. Like I, that is, you know, it,
1: it is, it's just so hard that, that has been, um, as far as like the most painful yeah. <laughs> part <laughs> of that is just, just sitting with a hostess that, that doesn't feel seen by her friends yeah. is, is really hard. And again, like, you know, it's one thing, it's one thing that if you like, let them know that you're not coming and that you have a conflict or whatever, but it's another thing to like, say you're coming and then not show Uh-oh. up, yeah. but just not respond, just respond to your people and let them know. And I, this not only applies to direct sales, but this is like, Birthday. Parties yeah. Or, you know, hey, we're going to get some people together tonight and have dinner or like it can be whatever yeah, you're in. Yeah, book club, to. Bible
0: study. Just yes. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's, it is, um, that has always been one of the things that I've really tried, really tried hard to at least respond. Um, you know, even if it's, I can't make it just to let people know, because that is so hard to, um to sit in yeah with someone who's in that so and I think that's another um a great segue into another thing that we kind of talked about was um uh, being willing to apologize oh yeah. Uh, yeah when you're in the wrong um and like a real apology like not like a well I'm sorry you feel that way yeah. oh that is a backhanded apology <laughs> <laughs> but more like a, I'm really sorry that I hurt you yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry that I did I did whatever it
0: was yeah I did. yeah and Um, owning that and I just think you know I mean think about when your kids are little and they're you know at Chick-fil-a or the park or wherever they are and they do something and you're like say you're sorry and they don't and you're like why will you not just say you're sorry like why is this mm -hmm. so hard but then again in an adult it's, it is hard to say you're sorry. I mean, some mm-hmm. people are easier at it than others because it's admitting failure in mm-hmm. some form or fashion. And it's admitting that you hurt someone you cared about. And right. um, But how healing is that when someone says, and here's the deal, when you say you're sorry, like you are not responsible for how they receive that. So no. you are responsible, you know, it's like forgiveness. You forgive people mm-hmm. for you and for your heart. And, um, you know, you need to say you're sorry for you know, and you need to mean it. That's what, you know, I tell my kids, mean it, you know, (laughs) you need to mean it. (laughs)
1: Say it like you actually mean it. Yes.
0: Yes. Because I mean, as friends, we do hurt each other. And I think as adults, it's different kind of hurts. It's not, you know, it's weird if you bite someone as an adult, you know, or pull their hair, but that's different. It's a different set of problems you got going on. (laughs) But I mean, you know, maybe you said something you shouldn't have. Maybe you thought that you were being, um, uh let's see maybe caring or offering some sage advice but in reality you were it came off judgmental um mm-hmm. I'm not saying I've ever done that before <laughs> so <laughs> ugh, ugh, awkward <laughs> yeah all right one. And, yeah and
1: I do think that's another that's it's hard navigating friendships is so stinking hard because you know you you think you think you're helping yeah and I think Really struggle with that as twos as well like even oh. we talked about this in the parenting episode like um you know we think we're helping our children but really you know we're not <laughs> no we're maybe causing <laughs> so, more
0: problems
1: I know and that happens with our friendships too it's sometimes with our words sometimes with our actions where we think that we're helping and that we're providing like you said this <laughs> fantastic advice yeah oh, and yeah wisdom I mean who wouldn't want and, it really we're we're saying things that are hurtful and um so that that has been as a two um our one of our things that we struggle with is uh
0: is pride and um okay. being- you're being you're being rude right now I feel like you should apologize for calling us out
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's it's true yeah we do we struggle with that yeah. because we we want to feel um we want to feel valued and mm-hmm when they offer advice and it's not
0: received in the way we uh, expect it to be. We're going to have some problems with that. I know. I know. That's hard. Yeah. That's real, that's real hard. So now how do you think, because, I mean, I think that's the thing that's hard. Um, how do you make friends as adults? I mean. Oh gosh. Right. And yes, I think so- never, I think it's a little bit easier when your kids are young um, mm-hmm. because I do think that there becomes a shift as your kids get older and have their own personalities and own minds and you can't schedule play dates like your friendships you know it's say you're a new mom or a young mom you can meet friends that way you know and your kids get along because they're the same age or whatever that looks like and then as they get older and maybe they grow apart and their you know likes aren't the same hopefully by then you're at a stage where you can go out without your kids you know and stuff like that but it's I think you know being single as adults, like what is that you know, what do adult uh-huh. friendships look like in that? And I love having friends that are single. I mean, um I, I just think there's all these different things that kind of come into play and it's it's like it's almost like dating. I mean you know. It really is. It's like is this a good fit for me? Yeah. Is this are we tell <laughs> me we we likes are together? <laughs> what are your interests? Do you like walking on the beach? Do you like dogs? Yeah. <laughs> so
1: are your allergies
0: yeah yeah oh gosh if you're allergic to gluten we could come into a problem or <laughs> eat your carbs so yeah no and I mean I know for Will like whenever you bring in you know like you're introduced to somebody else into your relationship but it's like whenever you know we go I get very nervous like oh I love this girl like she is so awesome you're gonna love her she's so funny I've really really built her up and then I'm like I haven't met her husband I hope this is super fun and then we go out and it's like crickets you know yeah and so I need you to try harder you know (laughs) and so because he is perfectly content with silence guess who's not that would be me (laughs) so guess who dominates the entire conversation me Uh, same Same.
1: I think maybe that's why we ended up marrying the men that we did is because Jeff he actually used this illustration yesterday in his sermon about the fact that on average women speak like 20,000 words a day okay on average men speak about 7,000 okay that's aggressive (laughs)
0: yes I don't know where you got it was like from but I don't appreciate it
1: (laughs) I said I'm pretty sure I'm above average on that yeah guess who's (laughs)
0: killing it (laughs) yeah oh gosh yeah oh Bless. It's funny too because I find that people that I'm really like attracted to end up having will similar personality. Um just yeah. because I think I get them and it's um and maybe they get me, maybe they don't. But um there's and I think it's something like I also am drawn to people that I really admire character traits that I wish that I had, like the ability mm-hmm. to be quiet. <laughs> To stop talking. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. How do you do that? (laughs) Teach me your ways. (laughs) Place, place. Oh, gosh. But, But yeah, and I think that, so, I mean, I think not that we've offered any advice on how to make friends. um, (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, um, I will say this.
1: I think that you have to make, you have to make space for people. And, And that, that is Probably one of the things that I think is hardest about adulthood because adulthood friendships or adult friendships is that you making space is hard because you have a husband and kids and um, all these activities and then work and, and there's, you already have established friendships, but like being intentional with making space for people, I think is one of the I, I, for me, I think one of the keys to having a friendship that that has potential to to go to
0: go the distance, yeah. you know, to, yeah, make, it's longevity, yeah,
1: yes, you are you're you're being intentional about the time spent and the um, the interactions that you have, and so, and I think it's a, a fantastic message that you're sending to another person especially as they get to know you and get to know your life and see how busy yeah that you created margin for yeah right and it makes them feel valued and important so uh, and I say that you know as the recipient of that um more so as the giver of that oftentimes but it does when I when I think about some of my friendships I just think oh my gosh the fact that she carved out you know, one day to have lunch out of the last couple of months is pretty incredible.
0: Yeah. It must matter.
1: Yeah. And it makes you feel, um, it makes you feel just valued and, and, um, and really, I think that's really what we want in friendships. Honestly, it's just for someone to like, see us. Yeah.
0: And be like, me too, you know? Yes.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like I get, I get you and I like you for who you are, um, is really what we're, I think we're seeking in, in well, those
0: I, I think it's, you know, something that I know we've talked about before and it's one of the most successful, some of the most successful friendships, um, are the ones that take the least amount of work, (laughs) but that sounds really like, I like you because you are easy, (laughs) but I mean, I think you and I have both said before, like you have these friends that you've been friends with since you're seven years old. I have Mm -hmm. a friend that I have been, you know, my best friend since eighth grade. And it's, we literally talk on the phone maybe Mm -hmm. once every few months. Mm -hmm. And whenever we text each other, it will be something random. And Mm -hmm. you might scroll (laughs) up above it and it might be weeks before it. And it's Mm -hmm. not like, where have you been? Why are you not replying? You know? And it's like, say she sees some sort of big life update on Facebook, God forbid, which I hate if that were were to happen, (laughs) but it's, I don't get like an accusatory text. Like, well, you didn't, you know, tell me it's more of like, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait till you and I can catch up. And I can get yeah. the inside scoop, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. that, and it's it's hard to replicate those friendships in adulthood. But I think the best way is to be someone that is just genuinely happy for your friend,
1: guided oh to see
0: them when you can, and mm-hmm. be okay with that, and understand like you know where they're coming from, and just don't put all of these rules and timelines and everything mm. on friendships because. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I think, I did not know this about myself until <laughs> recently, but I think I struggle with authority. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I think I struggle with that. And the, like, I think the second someone makes me feel like I, um, I need to that's be responsive in a certain time frame, or like yeah. I've got some sort of stipulations, like it makes me feel super uncomfortable. Um, and it makes me almost want to rebel, which it's not great to learn about myself, but it's okay. Okay. Write uh, that down.
1: I'm, I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, make it right here. How yeah. do we navigate the podcast for the rest? Yeah. Of uh-huh. Without making Johnny feel like I've told her to do
0: something. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I'll be super <laughs> passive about it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Just write that down too. Yeah. That's my favorite. Any passivity. Passive. Yeah. We know where this is coming from, but <laughs> Uh, but I think to find friends is to find people that are like-minded, but do mm-hmm. not just surround yourself with like-minded people. Like, oh gosh. And when I say like-minded, like we obviously met because we both had a passion for social justice though, mm-hmm. so, but in our community, like the direct cell community that we're in, and I mm-hmm. promise y'all this is not some sales pitch, but it has been really neat because there are people that are liberal and conservative there are people mm-hmm. that are very outspoken and some that are very quiet and it's just really neat to learn from everybody and just to have such a greater appreciation of this beautiful world that god has created and he's created is all different and mm-hmm. i mean some of our good friends are very different than me on a lot of big topics but mm-hmm. we know that we are called to love and mm-hmm. to love well and mm-hmm. i think yeah kind of finding someone that has similar interests as you is a good place to start. Like, what are you passionate about? You know, is there mm-hmm. is there something that you can join or be a part of that would introduce you to people that share your passion?
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say even for sure that the the I th- it's kind of like the advice they give single people too about where to find your spouse. Like, <laughs> you know not our- find your spouse. Yeah, not maybe not at the bar. I mean, it's it fine. it has worked out that, for some people. It worked out but... for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I was not going to go there, but you did. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Oh gosh.
1: <laughs> but um, you know, that's that's one of the things we've always told our youth kids is, you know, the things that you're doing and the people you're surrounding your with yourself with. Um, that's usually where you're going to find your friends and probably eventually your spouse yeah. because of the things that you're immersed in. And so if you're immersing yourself in, you know, the church, or like you said, like social justice causes or, um, going on a mission trip or whatever it is, those are the things, um,
0: that you they knit your heart together, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you can have some differences and different ways to approach things, but if you can kind of come back to some core values That Mm -hmm. is really, I just think really special, but, Mm -hmm. and I think for me, the, the biggest blessing of my marriage is that Will is my very best friend. And I don't say Mm -hmm. that flippantly or like, you know, putting it on a Hallmark card. And that is not (laughs) to say that every day is roses and sunshines, but (laughs) at the end of the day, like if something exciting happens, I'm going to call him first if something Mm -hmm. bad happens, I'm going to call him first and ask him to get on his knees with me and pray.
1: You know, like
0: he is the person that I go to. And I think that that's so important in marriage. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you are listening and that's not the case with you, that doesn't mean that it can't be the case. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would just really pray that God would, you know, give you the desire to put your spouse before your friends. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and I make sure and uh, the group of friends that I surround myself with, we know, like, we are, we do not bash husbands. Like, that is something (laughs) that I am against. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want you to bash your husband. Now, if you want me to pray for something that's going on in your marriage, like, I gladly will. But it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm going to always root for you. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to be excited for your husband, your husband gets a promotion, like, I want to be excited with you. You know, those are the things that even if you and I are friends, and I don't really know your husband, like, I care about, your husband, because he is a huge part of your life.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, for sure. And I think it's, it's funny. um, When you have friends uh, where you haven't some, you know, met actual spouses, you still feel like, you know, them. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're like, yeah, yeah. Because you've like prayed for them or you've like shared so much life with the spouse that you, you, um, you know, you feel like, you know, about that not, you know, not yeah. know that
0: well, I know you're so excited for you get to we- meet Will like face to face. I mean Will had even, you know, Skyped in to like guest teach yeah. in your class, but you had not met him yet until you came right. here. And I've never met the Rev, but I've seen him on FaceTime and yeah he tells us to settle down and I feel like <laughs> I know him. And but it's like I love him and I appreciate him because I know like just how well he leads your family and mm-hmm. you know how he encourages you and I just think that's exciting and I feel mm-hmm. you know like he's a friend too mm-hmm. right
1: yeah which I, I you have already kind of mentioned this but I just want to reiterate that it's just like the the whole celebrating celebrating with your friends yes. and not and really guarding your heart against um jealousy or comparison or, which, you know, I know that's harder for, for some people than for others, but yeah. I think that is such a key component because eventually you might be able to mask it for a while. Oh, but eventually it's, it's going to come out. Mm-hmm, it's going to rear its ugly head. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a rift in that friendship because when it does come out, that, that person is going to then kind of start to question all the things Fame. like, yeah. You know, and so just really learning how to um, celebrate and be happy for people, I think people in general. Yeah. I mean, you know oh, whether I mean, you're friends with them or not, that just to be like, you know, I'm
0: so happy that those Kardashians are doing so well. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't think they're doing well right now. Chloe feels like she's hit a, hit a rough spot. Oh gosh. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, but you know what? she's gonna be doing better and so okay. if they have each other I think they're really good friends with each other well see I mean yeah. perfect illustration like yeah. it's all
1: gonna work out it is gonna work out um I need to get apparently get caught up on my Kardashian That's fine. I'll
0: send you some links I'll just <laughs> Jordan and Tristan it's fine yeah. Spin with the y. <laughs> yeah hey and there's a good example right there so I'll tell you real quick So the youngest one, Kylie, who's like a billionaire and has like this makeup business, her best Mm -hmm. friend, Jordan, Mm -hmm. lived with her and has been her best friend for years. And she kissed Chloe's baby's dad, Tristan. Uh, dear. So that's a situation. That is a situation. And, you know, it's been hard for Kylie because she's got to choose her sister or her friend. It uh. appears she has chosen her sister because family should, should rise to the top. I know that's hard mm-hmm. sometimes because mm-hmm. friends are the family you choose for yourself. And that's I, also true. I feel, I feel that strongly in my soul. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it is. So there you go. There's a, there's a friendship <laughs> problem right there. So I feel like there's <laughs> some jealousy, some dishonesty and what can we take away? But
1: mm. What can we learn from that? But
0: I do. I mean, I know for me, like, you know, I've had like weight struggles and health struggles and stuff. And it's, I mean, i got some tiny friends and it's hard, you know? Oh, y'all want to go to the pool? That sounds like a blast. I cannot wait to put on a bathing suit. (laughs) But at the end of the day, it's like, I know they're not sitting there judging me, you know, based on the way I look or anything. And it's, you know, they see my heart and I, I have to choose joy over insecurities mm-hmm. and choose, you know, to cheer on others as opposed to compare, because mm-hmm. I, I can, I can compare and, you know, based on a pant size and that's not, that's not okay. No,
1: no. And it, I mean, it, it's also, I think the other thing, uh, and I I should have looked at this quote, knowing we were going to talk about this, mm-hmm. but I think when we compare ourselves to others or we fail to celebrate someone fully their success or their accomplishment or whatever it is, then we're failing to celebrate the person that God made them to be. Yeah, that's good. And that, that is so different than the person he made me to be. Yeah. And when I, when I don't recognize, when I don't celebrate and, and share that joy for a friend or, or um, an acquaintance or anybody, you know, then I'm, I'm missing that opportunity to celebrate the creation in them like God's, God's goodness. Yeah. In their, um, and so I think that that is really, for me, that that is definitely something that I want to be more intentional about. And again, oh my goodness, we said this at the beginning, but gosh, we, uh, if I had a list of all the times I had messed up oh. just for whatever reason, yeah. selfishness, pride, Pray that.
0: pride, Pray that list has been burned on both of our ends.
1: <laughs> um, Then, um, that I, I, that is definitely something that's been on my heart as I have been friended well by people is to to really learn how to celebrate success and other people, um, and, and celebrate the way that God has molded them and created them. And, um, for, for such a time as this, whatever it is that they are celebrating. And so, um, that, that is to me is one of the keys to to being a good friend and, and to making good friends too.
0: Well and I think uh, that, you know, when you're kids it's all about like qu- you know, quantity, you know. Mm-hmm, I, think, you know mm-hmm. sure. I mean, I remember that, you know, my mom said at one point, like if you can count five good friends mm-hmm. and count you know, count you know, five friends on one hand, like you are doing well. And mm-hmm. it, and I think, you know, I'm like, God, oh, that's not a lot. But it's really I mean when you think about real intentionality and mm-hmm. You know, and I'm talking about friends, not acquaintances, not the people that you're friends with on Facebook, the people that you would actually walk up to and see in person and give a hug to, um, so, which, oh my gosh. I mean, it's funny. One of my design clients that's turned into one of my really good friends, she said to me one time, she goes, you know what, you know what y'all need to talk about on your podcast? How come when you meet someone for five minutes, you immediately send a friend request or you accept their friend request? And I was like, you know. I would like to answer you, but I've done that. So I don't know why. Yeah. I want to be connected to you after this. But But then, then, you know, seven months later, I'm like, who is this? Who is this? I'm like, somebody's kid. I don't know who this is, you know? but uh, yeah you
1: start then you get in that that rabbit hole yeah thing. uh-huh all that who, you
0: know what do you ever see those passive-aggressive Facebook like updates and it's like if you see this I've cleaned up my friends list and you made it I'm like oh dang like <laughs> have you ever seen one of those yes. yeah and a part of me yeah. is like yeah and then the other part of me is like I don't know if you'd make mine
1: <laughs> like, or now I want to go dig and see who yeah I
0: make. wish I would get some screenshots of your before friend list so, but I do feel like social media like it's, a, it's it gets a bad rap
1: and there's mm-hmm. so much
0: good to it because I think but the problem is it makes you feel falsely connected to people mm. and sure. I, I mean I joke with my mom Debbie and I love her dearly but <laughs> I mean she has got all these quote-unquote friends on Facebook you know and she call, talks about I'm like mom you've never met her in person like and she's like oh yeah but so and I'm like oh gosh you know and it's but it's it's fine it's fine (laughs) so but I think that I it makes me want to not just assume that people know what's going on um Mm -hmm. and reach out to people like don't just like a post but to really Mm -hmm. reach out and be like hey I saw that you know you're expecting that is awesome you know or whatever Mm -hmm. not just you know a love because that makes you feel like you've taken it up a notch (laughs) Yeah, love, heart G. Although, do so you fun. know how many times I've accidentally done the haha when I mean to do the sad? Yes. Mm-hmm. You it's like, not go, this. Back, go back in and change that. Yeah, I'm like, did I get two updates? <laughs> Donna reacted, and then she re-reacted. Yeah. Hey, Ugh. two. <laughs> yeah, it's all, gosh, but no. I mean, <laughs> I just think friendship, it's, it's so beautiful, but I think anything worth having, not to be cliche or cheesy, but it's hard. I mean, it's yeah. hard, and... I think that it comes in seasons, like there are seasons Mm -hmm. where I feel like, oh my gosh, I am just the most fortunate. I mean, and then there's other times where I feel super lonely and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I could have people surrounding me, but if I don't feel connected or involved or invested, you know, either in their lives or them in mine, then I just feel very lonely. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it's just super important to reach out and tell people that like, I pray that everybody that's listening has at least one friend and, you know, and if you're single, that you have somebody that you really connect to. And if you're married, that you can at least talk to your spouse and say, like, I'm struggling right now. And, I mean, I've asked Will to pray, you know, for good friends for me. And um, I've seen that answered and I've seen, you know, dry seasons and, you know, all of that. And so, for sure. Yeah, this is, I mean, we could make a bajillion
1: episodes on this. There's so much. Well, with
0: our expertise yeah. in this and parenting, I mean, we could probably just name this like a parenting and friendship podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. We could, we could, we could be the mild expert
0: you need in your life yeah. on, on that topic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Whatever. That's going to be our next, our next merch is Anna, it. Uh It's going to be mild experts. Mild expert podcast. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's
1: right. Oh my goodness. Well, Donna, tell me what's good in your life this week.
0: Okay. What? Le- Listen, this is, I mean, shocking to say after I just, you know, spoke about my insecurities that I ordered a bathing suit via mm-hmm. one of our engagement uh, podcasts. We talked about Christina Starnes on there. She is someone that is really funny to me and she had posted this bathing suit and it was so cute. And um, it is by Lime Ricky. And mm-hmm. it's a two-piece. Calm down, guys. Calm, what? Down. Calm down. But it is like this almost like a, it's not a tankini. It's almost like a sports bra top, but a little bit longer. And then these high-waisted bottoms. It is super mm-hmm. cute. And I got, I got one in. Loved them. Ended up getting another one. So oh. They've got them on sale and stuff, so we can include that okay. link. And then the other thing um, – thrive mascara look mine should be here like tomorrow well maybe it'll be your favorite thing next week (laughs) (laughs) it is uh i you know i love beauty counter makeup and i try to really kind of clean up my products and everything now listen i use the roden and fields lash boost um (laughs) it's fine and so but i I don't I I needed something for my lashes that wouldn't smudge and wouldn't you know but would also come off I don't feel like I'm ripping my lashes off when I wash my face and uh-huh. it's this thrive it's like lash slick I think is the name of it and mm-hmm. it separates and it makes those suckers long and it is real nice um, and it is it's clean yeah too. so that was the other thing so I this that thrive brand I like that brand a lot um and Give back brand. Yes. And see, that okay. is like what I'm talking about. Like it's so is Lime Ricky. Lime Ricky is a, mm-hmm. um, give back brand as well. Um, mm-hmm. so both of those are just awesome. And then I have started, I don't know how much I'm loving it because it's really hard. Uh, <laughs> and we don't love hard things. No, I don't. Honest. I sure don't. <laughs> that is not one of the things I'm loving. Um, but it's a Bible study by Jenny Allen. It's her new one. I think it's like made, made for, made for this. And it's all about praying anything, like Correct. praying that God will do anything he wants. And you're like, that is a very hard prayer for me. Very, very head. hard. Because um, I immediately go to a very dark place and think that that means like everybody in my life is going to be taken from me. And that means right. he's going to raise me up to be a speaker on the speaking circuit. <laughs> <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm like, and I'm going to be telling everybody, you know, oh gosh, I prayed anything and, I mean, I'm just being real with y'all, but guys, I'm real with God. I tell him, this is very hard for me to pray. I know that ultimately your will will be done and I can either go like, you know, clawing my way or I can go open-handed, but it does not mean that it's easy. Um, So I started that, you know, trying to get ready for Lent season and what that looks like. But what about you? Well, you know, it's, it's monsoon season
1: in Mississippi. Uh, And so I invested in some rain boots. I got some Hunter rain boots. Oh. Because I was literally wearing flip-flops into the office. Are they tall because... or short? Well, they're mid calf and that's that's why I love them so much is because I did have some tall rain boots like knee knee high rain boots. Um they were not the Hunter rain boots but
0: um they made my legs sweat. I'm just going to oh, be on reach. So that's why I was wondering, because I have the tall ones, and I even had to get the wide calf ones, because apparently they're made yeah. for gazelle legs, and mm-hmm. I feel like I have to pop a suction to get them off of me.
1: <laughs> These are short. They're, like, below the calf, and I found, um, I have to wear them, you know, work in the College of Business, and so we, we try to dress professional, um. Nice. And so I have been wearing them to class and I feel like I can get away with them because they're maroon leopard print.
0: Stop it.
1: They're really cute. That's real cute. Um, yeah. So I, that has been the thing most recently that I am loving because they are saving me from having to wear flip flops Into to. Now, do you it, wear I, them all
0: day or do you just. I them do. Dogs?
1: Well, yeah. So I kind of look at the weather forecast and depending on what it looks like, I've, I have been known to wear them all day with my professional dress but um I do I have a class that's in another building so I have to walk across campus um to get to class and then usually I'm hustling back to get to the next class which starts 15 minutes later so I don't usually have time to switch Mm so I just leave them on and go with it so
0: I'll
1: I'll have we'll post a, a link to the um maroon leopard print I get lots of compliments on them. they're super cute and they're they are the shorter calf so um, and then my other thing that I'm loving is also a devotional um, that I actually started. I've kind of been doing it off and on, but it's um, it's a flip devotion. I don't know if you've ever seen one of those. So you look at it one way, and it's never too much. Okay. And then you flip it over, and it's always enough.
0: Okay. And I'm, I feel like I need this in my life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> depending on how I'm feeling for that day, if I'm feeling too much or not enough. I read from that and it's um, Jess Connolly and Haley Morgan um, did that and they go back and forth. So, you know, it's not like all of them writing the never too much or one of them writing all the always enough. It's, they kind of go back and forth. And it has been a a real encouragement for my heart lately. Um, Just, you know, some days you feel, (laughs) you just feel, not enough and some days you feel like way too much. And so it's been it's been really good. They're real short. Um, you can get them pretty quickly. So um, that is my what is good in my life right now.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look at both, all that stuff. And still Easter candy. I'm best just gonna get go How that do you out. well, <laughs> I mean, the wrappers <laughs> Jesus' is too. Just keep it keep it holy. It's Lent season, so yeah. I know I know maybe I should uh, maybe
1: that's what I should give up maybe I should give up Easter candy oh
0: gosh the shame that would be uh, hard I know I'm so <laughs> keen I, I will suggest that if he thinks was like oh that's hard he goes isn't that what it's supposed to be <laughs> it's just like Cal- calm down Will calm down you're not my best friend anymore I'm taking my necklace back <laughs> yes <laughs> give me your half <laughs> oh gosh Oh, well goodness. this was fun now let's now oh. let's go look at our uh, our calendar and see what's on the next podcast yes let's see what we can come up
1: with for the next episode <laughs>
0: yeah oh my god we're ridiculous oh, we're... great week yeah <laughs> <laughs> no all right y'all y'all keep liking and listening and sharing we keep texting each other back and forth with like the messages we get and they seriously bring the tears because it's like the showing up whenever you share and you send us a message. I mean, you don't, because we're doing this because we want you to feel not alone and Mm. it just, it fills our hearts more than you could possibly know. So. For sure. Keep
1: reviewing, keep liking, keep telling your friends and um, we'll keep finding ways to make it happen. Yep. We'll see y'all soon. Okay. Have a great week you too. Bye. Do you know what I love? Great design. Do you know what I love more than great design? Fantastic customer service. I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, KB Creative. My friend Kelly is super talented and can help small businesses grow. From logo design to screen printing to social media marketing, Kelly can help launch your small business or take your business to the next level. Not only is she super talented and creative, she's incredibly responsive to her customers and really hears what they need. Check her out on Instagram at kbcreativems, and if you're in need of some creative services, we'll have our full contact information on our website for you at allthingsgoodpodcast.com. <laughs> Wasn't that great, y'all? I just love talking to Jonna about friendship today. It was such a great conversation, just such a great reminder of how to really show up for the people in our lives. And we loved it so much. But we had so much we didn't get to say. So in two weeks, we're going to continue this conversation um, with more about adult friendships, specifically with women and how we can love our friends who are going through hard times, whether it's um, divorce, whether it's the death of a loved one, whether it's a chronic illness, um, whatever it is that our friends are going through, how do we show up and really Help them feel seen in our relationship. So, jump back in with us in two weeks when we continue this conversation about friendship and try to give you guys some practical tips uh, based on some things that we've been through in our own lives that helped us get through some rocky times. So, until then, be sure that you follow us on Instagram at All Things Good Podcast. Be sure that you're sharing and commenting and leaving all the reviews for us so that we can continue. Continue to produce this content. We are so excited about where this podcast is going. And we thank you so much for being a part of the journey with us until next time. Settle down girls.